Hi, and welcome to the Happier You podcast. I'm your host, Bonna Normando. I started this podcast with the goal to inspire people to stop comparing their lives to others and start focusing on making their own journey unique, authentic, and happier. I thought, what if there's a voice out there encouraging people to find happy in our regular everyday lives instead of thinking happiness is something to be purchased, earned, or only for a select few? Each episode is meant to deliver a little bit of sunshine as well as to challenge and inspire you. I'm no expert. I'm just a regular gal who's inviting you on this journey to find the happier you. Hi, happy people, and welcome back. This week, I have a special treat for you. When I started the Happier You podcast, I wanted to gear it towards regular everyday people wanting to find their happy. And by regular everyday people, I mean someone like you and me, someone who isn't ridiculously famous. It could be your neighbor, your coworker, your niece. It might even be the person who let you go ahead of them at the grocery line. You know, us regular everyday people. Why do I want to highlight these people? Well, I think that we are marketed to, to aspire to be celebrities, famous, or a certain type of successful. We're often pushed to be someone else's version of successful, be more beautiful, have a bigger house, a fancier car, always look perfect and pretend we don't have real lives with real struggles. There is no happy living up to other people's expectations. No matter what level of supposed success you reach, if you're not living your authentic life, then you're not finding your happy. Knowing your true self and living your one true life is where I think happiness lies. So on this quest to inspire people to live their one true life, I'm going to interview people who have changed something to live closer to their authentic lives and find their personal version of happy. I think we can find encouragement and inspiration from other regular everyday people. So today I'm really excited because I have Kyra Wong on the podcast. She has an incredible story of finding her authentic voice at a young age. Kyra has taken that voice and shared it with the world as well, inspiring others not to be afraid of their authentic self. So first, welcome Kyra. Thank you so much for being here and agreeing to share your story with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I uh, heard your story um, on another podcast, actually. And so what I'm hoping is you can just tell us a little bit about your story and finding your voice. Okay, sure. I mean, so I basically, you know, came into this world, a very creative, free spirit and had lots of energy. And I was not somebody that fit into my family because I was being raised in it actually very oppressive religious setting. And, you know, my dad was the boss. He made the rules. Everybody had to do what he said. My mom was very submissive. And so I was experiencing this around me. And I, as I grew, I became somebody that really, I always say I was born with defiance DNA. I don't know how else to explain it, but that was definitely something that was born inside of me. And I wasn't being defiant for the sake of being defiant, but I, I had a kind of a sense of who I was from an early age and what mattered to me and what didn't and what was right and what was wrong. And so anytime things would rub up against that, I would tend to challenge it. I was that person out there challenging that. But I wasn't someone who was allowed to challenge uh, my parents or their religious views or any of that stuff. So I really grew up as this black sheep in the family. And I felt very invisible. I felt like a unicorn. And eventually, uh, I arrived at this place where I was a teenager, about to graduate from grade 12. And essentially, uh, you know, my parents bought me up 
pink suitcase as a graduation present. And I knew it was time to say goodbye. You know, it just, uh, so I did. So I left, I moved to Vancouver, which I mean, I grew up in a small little place in Alberta. And so when I moved to Vancouver, I was coming to the big city. I had just turned 18 and it was very scary for me, but I really wanted to go out there on my own and live a life that was true to me and true to the person that I was. And so it ended up costing me my relationship with my family. My parents disowned me as a result of of deciding that I didn't want to be a part of their religion. And that was a really devastating experience for me. I felt very, very vulnerable, very alone, and just had to sort of, you know, dig deep within myself and try to go out there and, and succeed. And I was, I was really determined to succeed because I was tired of feeling like I was a bad person, that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't lovable, uh, all those things that I was raised with. And I want to go out there and succeed. I mean, primarily to make my father wrong, to make him wrong. I said, I'll show you, I'll go out there and succeed and I'll be happy. And uh, I'll teach you a thing or two. And that's kind of, uh, again, the divine's DNA. Uh, That's really how it happened. And so, um, so at 18, basically you set out on your own and now you're a vice president in a very well-known company. You've built yourself up um, from scratch basically. So, and now you've started a project called the magical unicorn project. So can you tell me a little bit about how that all came about and what's the purpose of the magical unicorn project? Yeah. So a few things, I mean, primarily at the, at the heart and core of the project, it's really a a nonprofit movement that promotes unity and equality and showing up for each other with greater humanity. So what I really have set out to do is I guess sort of right some wrongs. I mean, I think there's a lot of injustice in the world that really affects us, that keeps certain people down. And I sort of identify those people primarily as women, minorities, people from the gay community. I mean, there's a whole bunch of people that actually don't have true equality and don't experience this oneness of humanity because of systemic, you know, systems that are put in place that are really there to keep, keep us down. And I've experienced that as a woman myself, right? I've noticed these differences. I've noticed these injustices. And I knew how hard I had to fight and how much I had to overcome to get where I am today. And so what I wanted to do is help sort of create a space where I could help other people so that they could succeed too. Part of how we do that is challenging the status quo, challenging the things that aren't Right. Because if we just accept things the way they are, then things never change. Right. So I want to go out there and do something different. And I believe when you go out there and do something different, you're going to get a different result. So I had this idea uh, to have this unicorn. The unicorn is really, I mean, just it's it's magical. It's amazing. It's it's full of all the good things, light and love, and everybody loves a unicorn. But it has one horn, and uni is Latin for one, and so that's why I chose it as a symbol for my project. And and unicorns are known throughout history as healers and. Uh, for their ability to transform, right? To embrace their otherness and turn it into something magical. And so really what I wanted to do is go out there and show the world, listen, you can go out there, you can do something different. You can believe in yourself, whatever it is you want to do, and you can you can be successful. And I'm going to go out there and show you this is possible. And of course, when I started the project, there were people who said, oh my God, Carol, like, what are you doing? 
Like you're a VP now. You've like made it up to here. Life is good. Why would you go out there and risk your career doing something so unconventional? And, you know, you might uh, make some people angry because you're talking about some some tough topics, right? Because I'm addressing systemic uh, issues. And, but I just wanted to do it because I have learned how to take my pain and transform it into my superpowers, right? I see adversity as something that you just accept. You accept adversity and use it as an opportunity uh, to rise above and advance upon even greater opportunities. So that's really uh, what I set out to do. And, uh, and I believed in doing this because I, like, I know it can work. I actually have a history of sort of dressing up and doing presentations and stuff uh, in the insurance world, right? Which is very unconventional as well, but I had a lot of success doing it uh, because it's entertaining, it engages people and you can have great results. And I, I knew that. So this was just another sort of extension of that, but doing it more to tackle, uh, you know, social injustice issues. And I love um, how you talk about dressing up. And uh, when I got reintroduced to you because I have met you previously uh, many years ago and a friend of mine said you need to talk to Kyra and so I dug into the Magical Unicorn Project and I went onto your website and because I know how much work it takes to build a website personally I put so much thought into my about page I first thing I do is go to people's about page and I just fell in love with you I loved everything that you said and I, it was so inspiring and the thing that really I love the most is I turned it into a quote and I'm going to use it. You said, as someone who fearlessly glitters outside the lines of convention, I know that anything is possible and magic happens when we're bold enough to stand in our truth, use our voice and let our light shine. And I love that. That to me hit on exactly what I want to do with this podcast. I remember you presenting the Magical Unicorn Project years ago and your glitter scared me. I wasn't there yet. I wasn't <laughs> ready to acknowledge my glitter. And so I just think, wow, you've been doing this for so long. It's amazing. I love what you're doing. What do you think did it for you? Was it out of necessity? Like, how did you flip that switch? Probably necessity for sure, because I had to sort of figure things out from a very young age and with really no support. And I really failed my way to success. One thing about me, and I don't know why I'm this way, but I never beat myself up for failures. Like I think society teaches us to be ashamed, right? Mm. And I, I would just be like, okay, so that didn't work out, but I learned something and I'll do it this way next time. I, I never absorbed failures and beat myself up over them. I just always kind of took it as, okay, I'm either like winning or I'm learning. That was sort of my mindset when it came to that. And I even remember going up on stage. I used to, I mean, I do all these presentations and stuff and I like to make fun of myself a lot because I don't take anything too seriously. Uh, and I've been married many times. I'm married uh, three times now. And I used to like, you know, make these jokes and say all these years I was looking for, you know, Mr. Right. And I should have been looking for Mr. Wong and stuff like that. Like, wah, wah, wah. And, <laughs> and people would laugh. But I remember coming off the stage this one day and this lady tapped me on the shoulder behind me and she said, you know, you really shouldn't tell people that you've been married so many times like this. And I said, oh, I said, why? She goes, well, they're going to judge you right? And I said, you know what, you're right, they, there are going to be people out there who judge me, but those aren't my people. 
And I'm okay with that. Like I will attract the right people. I will create raving fans by being my true authentic self. Like the right people are going to find me. And the ones that judge me, they're just not for me. And that's okay. I'm totally fine with that. Right. But I had to get to that place where perhaps because I have had to suffer so much rejection, like most people will not experience being disowned by the two people on planet earth who are theoretically supposed to love you unconditionally and forever, right? So I think if you can suffer through and get over that kind of rejection, then the rejection of anything else is so tiny compared to that. That's what I say. You can take your pain and you can literally transform it into your superpowers, right? There's always a gift in everything. We just have to learn how to convert it. And and that's really what, what I did. That's so powerful. That's what you're trying to give people, right? You're trying to give people that find your people and the ones who judge, just let them go. Um, You know, they'll get there eventually. I don't listen to the donkey noise. I don't (laughs) listen to the donkey noise. (laughs) The unicorns find me and we sprinkle our magic everywhere. Life is good. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And you are sprinkling magic. The other quote that I really loved from your about page is, um, I believe it's important to recognize that what makes you different is your superpower. Don't be afraid of being different. Be afraid of being the same as everyone else. Yes. Tara, that's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And we are conditioned. We are conditioned from a young age to fit in, right? To, you know, not make up, not make too much trouble. Don't be too loud. Like make sure like people like you, all that stuff. We're really conditioned and socialized from a young age. So if you're somebody who is willing sort of think outside the box, live outside the box, be outside the box in any kind of way, then you risk being ostracized and judged and criticized and all of those things. And I mean, we are a tribal species. Humans are a tribal species and belonging was very important because it's what helped us survive, right? But we don't live in prehistoric days anymore. So, you know, yeah, it's it's good to fit into a point, but not at the expense of not being true to yourself and who you are. And I've heard so many women say to me that they've they've got all these regrets in life. And really it comes down to, you know, not choosing themselves first and living a life to please others and make other people happy. And they, they lose themselves in the process. And then they wake up one day and they might be like, Hey man, like, who am I, (laughs) you know? And, and where did my life go? Was this meaningful to me? Was this the life I really wanted to live? And, and that happens to a lot of women. So I would say, that's why unicorns have one horn It's because they know to put themselves first. And as women, that's really what we have to do. We have to choose us first. We are not selfish for doing that. We are not bad people for doing that. If you want to have true happiness in your life, which is what we're talking about here today, is like you have to pick you. Because if you're not happy, you will never be able to, you know, make those around you as as happy either, right? They're always going to feel like something's a little bit off or something's wrong, or you've got this built up resentment because you just put yourself last. Don't do that to you. Don't do that to you. Pick you, even if it costs you something big. Like in my case, it cost me um, a relationship with my parents who, you know, have been gone for my life since essentially since I was a young girl. Uh, but as sad as that that is, I have zero regrets because if I had lived my life to make them happy, I would have been absolutely miserable. That is no way to live. And anybody who truly loves you, 
shouldn't want you to be miserable so they can be happy. <laughs> Just say, oh, hell no to all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. So what's next for Kyra? What's coming up? What's your next project? That's a good question. Where am I going from here? I'm just going to keep doing my thing, being magical, probably more speaking engagements and stuff like that. So I can share my message and just help more, more people to succeed. I think everybody should be able to show up in life and feel happy and feel joyful and feel like they're living the life that's true for them. Absolutely. And I have to say, I think, you know, for me, that's what it's been is uh, the more I love and accept myself, the more I love and accept others. And I, I realize that when we judge others, it's our own insecurities that are coming out. So it's so freeing to take care and appreciate all of our talents and gifts because then we can appreciate other people's as well and our diversity. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when I get judged, you know, I have a really special magical trick that works every time when people are judging me, criticizing me, I just mentally in my mind, I sprinkle them with pixie dust. I put a little circle around them and I blow <laughs> and then off they go. And I just like, okay, you know, and I hope you come back one day as a unicorn, but in the meantime, you know, I don't, I don't spend any time there. I don't let it affect me. And I just recognize it for what it is. It's just somebody who hasn't found out the way to channel their inner unicorn corn yet because when we're in a place of fear when we're in a place of criticism and judgment uh those are our donkey tendencies right that's our mm. lower vibration and and all of us have the ability to choose love to choose oneness to choose kindness and to show up for each other in in that space with that higher personality and that higher vibration it's in all of us but sometimes we just have to remind ourselves to choose that instead, right? Not let these fears and other things overwhelm us and get in our way. Because the more we choose that, the more we will create the life that we truly want to have, because that is where happiness is. It's up there with the mm. love, with the oneness. It's not down below with all the other, you know, toxic, ugly emotions. That's beautiful. I had a visual as you were telling me about drawing the circle and then pixie dusting. Yeah, I saw yeah, that actually. Yeah. And, and I love how you, you know, you weren't mean about it. You just said they haven't found their inner unicorn yet. And that's so, so accepting and loving. And yeah. I agree with you. I think that's where we need to go. That's awesome. Yeah. Kyra, I appreciate so much that you took time out of your crazy busy schedule because I know this is an insane season for you right now. But thank you for taking time to share your inner unicorn and your glitter with myself and the happiness community. I really appreciate it. I hope we can do this again, actually. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm here for you. <laughs> awesome. Wasn't Kyra awesome? I really hope you enjoyed the interview with her today. She's such an amazing woman. She is so inspiring. And I'm thrilled that I got to share her project, her story and her amazing energy with you today. You know, I always like to give my three top takeaways when I get to do an interview with people. The three I had to narrow it down to with Kyra. Number one, if we accept things the way they are, they will never change. You can go out there and do something different. Number two, you have to pick you. If you're not happy, you'll never be able to give others around you happiness either. And lastly, she never beat herself up over failures. She believed she was either winning or learning. What a great attitude and not really how we've been raised culturally. I think that needs to change. What a great way to go about life. I have put a link to the Magical Unicorn Project in the show notes. Kyra has videos on there of really inspiring interviews that she's done with people. There's also a lot of other great stuff on our website. 
And don't forget, this month we're doing the Celebrating the Small Wins Challenge. Some of us started already, but it's not too late to join us. So check out the link I've put for that in our show notes as well. Hopefully we'll see you doing the challenge with us soon. All right, happy people. Have a good one and go get your happy on. I wish, um, you know, podcast is only audio because I'm not comfortable with video. Like I love seeing You're you, not but I'm comfortable I don't... with video. Well, I think we need to change that girlfriend. <laughs> hey, this is just a quick reminder. If you know anyone that they could use more happiness in their life, please share the podcast with them. The whole point of doing this is to create more happiness in the world. And the more people we empower to find their personal happiness, the more happiness we have to spread around. So please take a minute and share the episode.